Welcome to our podcast series called The Thorn and Rose's Side. Hi, I'm Rose Miller. I've been an HR professional for many years. I know people are a company's most important asset, yet they can be the biggest pain in their assets. We took a weekend trip to Montreal with friends a few months ago. The following Monday, I had scheduled visit with a divisional president at a client company. We would have normally had our meeting over Microsoft Teams video conferencing, but I was happy to hear he was in town and wanted to meet in person. Personally, I still prefer in-person meetings versus my meetings still occurring mostly online. Before we started discussing the project, we chatted about our respective weekends. I told him about Montreal and this terrific night spot with a live band. The president said he and his wife had always wanted to go to Montreal, and could I make some suggestions? I grabbed a pad and wrote down the names of my favorite places. The exchange got me thinking about how much I've learned about places and things over the years from my coworkers, I'm starting to realize how much is being lost from the lack of personal interactions at work. Even though I understand and appreciate the increased flexibility of today's modern workplace, I must admit, I miss everyone. I get a little depressed when I walk by a lot of empty cubicles. We humans thrive on predictability and routine. With the added flexibility, it's hard to know when anyone will be in the office or working from home. Things like taking the same route to work or seeing the same people weekly at work gives people a sense of comfort. When we know what to expect, that helps us feel secure. And I don't think I'm alone. I think many workers wish they could go back to the routine of having a place to go to work, be it behind a chef's counter of a busy kitchen or a desk inside an office building. Lots of folks miss the daily social interactions with coworkers. It was where the magic was meant to happen. Even some workers who formerly complained about their desk job now speak sentimentally about their cubicles. At least those cubicles were next to other people's cubicles. Now we're totally by ourselves at our desk at home. I don't know about you, but I'm truly craving workplace interactions. And here are some of the important reasons why we should consider returning to the workplace. It's actually good for the organization as collaboration and creativity are more likely to happen when we're all together. There are social benefits of being in the office, including being able to connect with people, share information, have those accidental epiphanies, and make friendships. Statistics will show that many married couples met at their workplace. And I'm worried about all the progress we've done with diversity and inclusion because diversity and inclusion was normalized when people were physically seen and experience working side by side. Coming into the office can be good for an employee's professional development. Junior employees can watch, listen, and demonstrate their skills. 
and meeting managers in person can create an opportunity to have them mentor your career aspirations. When people are remote, it's far more difficult to mentor someone and provide them with the nuances and skills they need to advance their careers. That said, there are many important reasons why flexibility has been embraced, and if staff concerns are not heard, the resentment could lead to multiple resignations and movement to jobs that offer full remote work. The HR community and leadership need to listen to employees, given an equal platform to both the resistors and the supporters of return to work plans. In the best case scenario, the supporters will encourage the resistors to come back. Middle management should also be trained on how to handle employees that are worried about remote work. Leaders should consider offering programs that make coming back a little easier. This can include cash incentives to cover travel costs, try to add benefits to costs of childcare, or more flexible hours when people do come in, such as allowing employees to leave early to pick up children or care for the elderly. Even covering costs for a few months can give people the chance to figure out childcare or find a new way to commute. You can also consider reimbursing staff for gasoline or transportation costs. Some companies have even subscribed to food services where employees can have their meals delivered to avoid staff leaving workplace and waiting in lines at busy restaurants. It's clear the workplace has made a major shift. Some employees moved away and can't return back to the office. The caregiver burden is still unsolved. Asking people to lose the flexibility they've known for over two years can be difficult, but acknowledging what we have lost by separation is also extremely important. We need to be reminded about the benefits of professional and social interaction. We are inherently herd animals, and I, for one, truly miss the herd. <laughs>